What is up, everybody? It's Saturday. You know what that means. It's another edition of Curveballs and Share Shots. My name is Brandon Tanguma, sitting electronically more than six feet away from his and lovely and seeing all Dominic Ops and Dominic. It's Saturday, second Saturday in three weeks. We used to be Saturday, a Saturday podcast. Maybe this might be the new thing now. We don't know. But how are you doing today? Brandon, I'm doing a lot better than yesterday. You know, someone didn't uh, rub me the wrong way, if you know what I mean. I'm not going to say anything else about the matter. Somebody might be uh, talking on the podcast that might be uh, a little sensitive about it. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. How are you, Brandon? I mean, I'm, I'm all right. I mean, last night I was trying to, like, get some work done and try to, like, you know, get everything done by Friday. So by the weekend time comes Saturday, Sunday, I can just relax and not have to worry about a thing. And then some things came up and then, you know, might have gotten to a little spat with someone. And then they they send me, you know, the the long text message, if you know what I'm talking about. And then, you know, and then now I'm here. I'm doing OK. Long text message, you know, maybe, you know. Maybe the person had a valid point. Maybe they're going through things. Maybe, you know, you know, just, you know, you know, you know, you and know, you know, we're already cashing the over on the, you knows on the podcast. So if Dominic and I throw fucking hands in the podcast today, you know why I'm, I'm going to fucking slap you in the penis. I don't give a shit. So first uh, we got to, we, we never talk about soccer, but we got some, some big, big news or some scary USA. USA. Well, we're actually, talking about how the U.S. beat Mexico. I mean, U.S. did beat Mexico. Shout out to them winning like some North American Cup or something or another. Hey, but I'll uh, take it. The first U- one. The Euros are around. Portugal trying to defend their crown from 2016. Now we got the 2020 Euros here in 2021. But scary situation. We got to send you know love and prayers out to to Christian Eriksen. Homeboy collapsed and like. Didn't look. It was it was very scary, but apparently everything's all good. So shout out to him. And I know Brian, big fan of the podcast, listens to everything. I know he's the big Messi guy, but Messi is an Argentinian, and he's also a Mexican. So do you know if uh, Brian has a favorite European team? They because we all know he doesn't like my boy Ronaldo, so he ain't room for Portugal. Do you know what uh, Brian's team is? I I, I want to say deep down he it, it's it's Mexico, but I f- believe. So he was here talking about a European team, Dominic. Oh, oh, it has to be strictly European because in the Euros, yeah, uh-huh. usually you know people from Europe are the ones that are playing in it. But you know, but the, you know, you can have a Mexico player of European descent, right? I mean, I guess you can see, but see, see, senor. I'm, I'm pretty sure most of you know the Mexicans are not going to be playing for. Wherever. No, I, I honestly, I don't know if he has a favorite Euro team. I mean, I would assume. I mean, I, I honestly don't know. I, I I know it's he likes he likes Messi. I, I don't I don't fucking know. I okay, that's enough soccer talk for the rest of the podcast's history. Talk about real soccer called football, my boy. Sure, we'll just get into that. We're talking about some real football. One of the one of the stories we just continue to talk about, Julio Jones. He has finally been dealt. He is going to the Tennessee Titans 
for a 2022 second round pick and a 23 fourth round pick. So the the drama is over. Tennessee it gets Julio Jones. I forget if I brought it up or if the guys over trapped or to hell brought up the fact of maybe getting Tennessee. Maybe I was just a year off, Dominic. Is Tennessee getting into the Super Bowl next year? No. Damn it. And it's going to be a more of a QB situation, not a receiving, running back, defense. It's going to be a QB issue, guaranteed. Dominic, not the biggest fan of Ryan Tannehill, even though I would say Ryan Tannehill is better than Derek Carr. I, I, I'm not, I'm not debating that. I, I agree. But, and when I mean quarterback issue, I'm not saying it's he's going to suck. I think he's going to miss key, key throws, key touches, whatever you want to fucking call it. It's going to be an issue like that. It's not going to be, you know. Like Derek Carr's biggest issue was fucking just throwing the ball in general. Ryan Tannehill is going to miss those key opportunities, which will win in ball games. I'll disagree. I have much more faith in Ryan Tannehill in the entire offense. I mean, you got Derek Henry over there, AJ Brown and Julio. Julio might be a little bit on the downtick. He's on the wrong side of 30, I believe. And Calvin really kind of took over that offense. Last year, I know Julio had like a foot issue or something or another, but uh, he's still going to be productive and he's still going to get attention. And the offense is not the issue. The, uh, the problem I saw with my Super Bowl champion, Tennessee Titans, or at least AFC champion, Tennessee Titans, was their defense. I mean, their defense was really good two years ago when they made it to the NFC title game, and then it just wasn't the same. Now, I haven't seen too much in terms of additions. Maybe they can, you know, glue it together and they can – hopefully get a little bit better because the offense will be so much better that they will can keep up with the bad defense a little bit better. But I, I gotta, I mean, I don't think they're legitimately going to the Super Bowl because it kind of just adds to what was already a good part of the team. It doesn't, you know, add to something that they need to help out. Well, I, they're definitely going to be a team to watch. Um, I'm I'm not really counting on them to do something spectacular and go to the Super Bowl. I mean, playoffs maybe, but Super Bowl now. Neil, I was just trying to look at the division right now. So the AFC South has the Titans, the Texans, the Colts, and the Jaguars. Throw out uh, the Jaguars. I mean, maybe Trevor Lawrence can do some things. Then you got the Texans over there with Deshaun Watson, who knows what the fuck's going on with him. And they had Carson Wentz in the Colts. Do you think that's really like their only legitimate competition? Or is this kind of a cakewalk in the division and the Titans are possibly going to get a bye week? I mean, I, I'm not going to, I'm, I don't really want to shit on Carson Wentz because I feel like he's going to have a breakout season for some stupid ass reason, but ours. I, I'm going to say they're, they're going to get the division, but it's going to be a game. It's going to be, you know, uh, what, what, what do you usually say about like the teams in the M M in the, was it the AL was that central, you know, it's kind of going to beat up on each other or they're going to feast on the shitty teams of Jacksonville and tennis or exactly. There's going to shucking. It's going to be all you can eat buffet of shitty teams and they're going to win. So just wait till playoffs when they have to play a fucking real team. Well, let's talk about some shitty divisions, but we don't got one to start off with the AL East. The Tampa Bay Rays continue to be atop of the division, two games up on the Red Sox. The Rays have the best record in 
at least the American League and probably in baseball at 41 and 24 Red Sox, two games at 29 and 26. The Blue Jays and Yankees are tied. The Yankees technically have a game up in terms of like wins, but uh, same winning percentage. And then those poor, lonely Orioles down, down at the bottom at 22 and 41. Well, you know, what's funny is I, I, I'm happy. I didn't, I mean, I still made some pretty bad choices for my world series champions and shit, but there was a part of me that wanted to put money on the Orioles doing pretty good this year. I'm kind of happy. I didn't, I'm really quite surprised they are doing this bad. Good thing. You just put all your eggs in the, in the tiger's basket. Yes, I, I, I clearly did with them winning the world series. Well, you know, it, it happens to the best of us. You know, you got to just take a chance. Sometimes those chances don't pay off, but uh, we've been kind of talking about this, like, all the damn time saying, oh, this is going to be an issue. Just wait on it. And it seems like the sticky situation, the illegal substances has definitely kind of came to the forefront in MLB. And Garrett Cole was in the middle of it earlier in the week when I believe against the Tigers, his start, his spin rate just dramatically dropped. He was trash. He was getting you know beat around by Dominic's Tigers. And people are like, oh, his spin rate's way down. Does that mean he's not using any spider tack or whatever the fuck he uses to get the uh, the illegal substance to get the spin rate up? And then someone asks him about it, and he just hoops and hollers and just like looks like a, a dumb fuck idiot. Dominic, have you seen this interview or this question on, at the press conference? No, actually, I haven't. And uh, Dang, you know, to see it. too bad we don't have the technology to like post it on the screen right now, and I could watch it and give you a live reaction. You know, it's terrible. But. Uh, not only Garrett Cole, there's, I mean, we've talked about the the geo situation in St. Louis, and it seems though the umpires are definitely told to be doing it, and apparently there is a memo going to come out from MLB. Do I have the thing on my phone? I do, and it says that uh, they're going to have a rollout to cut down on the substances, and they're going to ho- they're going to hope that this rollout and this kind of explanation of what will happen if they get caught or if they you know get suspected of being caught that they're going to get scared straight so dominic we're kind of coming to a head right now with the sticky situation so you're saying that coming to a head with a sticky situation don't, will don't, scare don't do, it. don't do it will scare the pitchers straight happy pride month everybody Hey, hey, uh, no, um, happy Juneteenth, Dominic. Happy Juneteenth to you as well. Um, no, but for I'm happy they're cracking down. I think you said it last week or maybe a few weeks ago. If they're going to go after one person, they need to go after all of them. And with going after Garrett Cole, it kind of shows you that you know, it doesn't matter who the fuck you are. If you're so called cheating, you're cheating. We're going to get you. So I'm happy that they're starting to crack down on this. If there's anyone out there who kind of doesn't exactly understand like what's going on because you just, oh, you know, it's just a little little piece of glue or something. I would recommend watching. I think it's Baseball Doesn't Exist is on YouTube. He has a, a, a pretty good explanation and kind of like a roll through everything that's going on. They have like the spider tack that is used for like weightlift or not weightlifters, but the strong men who try to use to you know, lift up those Atlas stones. And there's like a photo of just like a dude with his hand on a cement or on a uh, cinder block. And it's just levitated in his hand because it's that so damn sticky. And that's not even what they're using. Probably they're using some you know chemical substance that they just mix in a lab and yeah so this shit's very high tech and very deep into it dominic and you know very crazy maybe maybe if someone was to create a undetectable substance you know 
be a lot better, more valuable to a pitcher. So you're saying we're going to get into the illegal substances. We're going to get a, we're going to go Heisenberg right now. Well, first we got to become tag team champions, then mining league hockey stars, open up via a VR porn station. Um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff we got to do first, but yeah, yeah maybe a long, a long, long list. And unfortunately the, uh, the pandemic really just set us behind. It might've helped some people get some things done, but it really set us behind the eight ball. Exactly. Yeah. All right, let's get into the AL Central. The White Sox are four and a half games up on the Cleveland Indians. And so the White Sox are just kind of fall, you know, getting away from everyone here. The Royals, uh, they lost two in a row to the A's. And then Dominic's Tigers, not in last place. They are 14 games out of first place, but in last place is my Minnesota Twins. So Dominic's Tigers are doing better than my Twins. I'm just going to have to eat that one. It's okay. You didn't pick the Twins to win the World Series, so it's it's totally fine. It's okay, but uh, I mean, nothing really to say out of this division. It's kind of been the same. Tony Larusa, just the meme lord with his uh the shy town. Have Have you seen this picture, Dominic, of Tony Larusa? We posted on the Instagram, so I uh, did actually see this. Is is Tony now? He was hated like a month ago. Is he just going to be like the? the grumpy curmudgeon that kind of has fun sometimes that people are going to love now. I mean, I don't we were, really wanna... we were asking, we were telling that we, I mean, I said it, that maybe he should have been fired and now we're up here 40 and 24, four and a half, not saying, I mean, they might be reaping from a terrible division, which is kind of what we thought, but yeah, I don't think he's getting fired I mean, anytime soon. Even though I mean, you know, maybe he didn't deserve it because he's, you know, friends. I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to officially say it, but I'll unofficially say he might be considered like the Bill Belichick of MLB. You know, uh, grumpy all the time, but yet when he wants to have fun, it's real awkward and funny. I definitely could could see that. Then, down in the AL West, the Oakland Athletics, 39 and 27, a game and a half on the Astros. I think the Astros are playing right now, so maybe it can get to two, maybe it's at one, but the Astros second place, little distant to the Angels. They, uh, they're doing okay, I guess, without Mike Trout. Uh, 32 and 32, six games back, and the Mariners kind of falling down. 31 and 35, eight games, and the Texas Rangers 14 all the way down at the bottom. Poor Chris Davis. He was DFA'd, so uh, no more, no more Chris Davis in the league right now eight to see it i mean he's a good guy he's nice but i'm, unfortunately, not, t- I'm not saying that but you know when he just fell know. at the face of the earth in the last three years exactly and when you get a big con- contract extension you can't live up to it people are gonna hate you yeah the astros once again they played a good team they just drove their net sack over the red Sox. uh do you i mean Astros are right there, but the A's, they are playing better. It was a little shaky there a little last week, but feasting on some good teams right now, beating the Rockies, Diamondbacks, and the Royals. So do you maybe put more stock? Like right now, who would you say is like better? Because the Astros are getting wins over good teams, while the the A's are just kind of barely squeaking ahead, but they are continuing to beat the bad teams. Probably give it to the Astros. I'm sorry. Don't. Don't blink now. Matt Chapman's getting a little hot. So if Matt Chapman get hot. Hey, I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to jinx anything. So I mean, I'm not going to say anything. I, I didn't even pick the A's to win the division. So I have the Astros win the division. So, I mean, if the A's, you know, just fall to face the earth and the, the Astros come up, come in first place, then, you know, I'm, I'm right. So it's fine. Definitely 
didn't do it for reasons. But over to the NL West. Sure, fuck it. We'll just go to the NL West, even though I messed up. The Giants in first place, a game over the Los Angeles Doyers, and the Padres fell down a little bit in the past week, three and a half games back. So we'll you know, take it from the top. Giants, a game up on the Dodgers, but they did lose Longo. He hurt his shoulder, ran into to Brandon Crawford, right? So I didn't get I didn't get it mixed up. Right? Yeah, yes, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. So uh yeah. your thoughts? How much does that actually hurt? I know Crawford and Posey are really, you know, doing their thing. I mean, even Longo was having a, a pretty good season. So how much do you think that's gonna hurt them? It's, he's gonna be gone for a little bit. It's gonna hurt him a lot. Um, I know it, I mean, if you look at his overall career, he, he's, he's been a little bit above average, but for some reason this year, he's been playing really good, made some good plays. He's been hitting the ball. Um, so it's actually gonna hurt them a lot. Now. I think they have a deep enough bench that they can get by till he gets back. So as long as Posey belt Crawford, um, Yaz, uh, fuck even, even top Toplin, is that his name? Toffin, whatever. I don't know. He's an outfielder. Oh, huh? Talkman. Talkman. As long as they all keep home runs all the time. Yeah. As long as they keep all playing at a high caliber, they should be fine. I mean, I think it's going to hurt them. But as you said, I mean, there's so many guys who are overachieving and doing so well right now that they're what? 15 games over 500. I don't think they're going to, you know, be 15 games under 500 by the time Longo comes back. So I think they will be fine. The Dodgers getting a little bit healthier, you know, Bellinger, not exactly lighting the world on fire since his return, but uh, they're just kind of staying afloat. I mean, the top three, top three in this division all have fantastic records, but it's almost like the giants are doing so well. And you look at the Padres who are just leading now the three and a half back. It's like, Oh God, they're trash. But in actuality, they're still a pretty good team. And then down at the bottom, we got Dominic's Rockies 25 and 40, but not as bad as the nobodies Arizona Diamondbacks at 20 and 45. You know, what happened to the Diamondbacks, man? Like, you know, not too long ago, they were a team that, you know, were a solid, always third place contender. And now it's just, they're just fucking trash. What happened? Well, they lost Paul Goldschmidt that he's one of the the best players that team has ever seen. So that's definitely going to hurt. But uh, a lot of injuries is really affected them. They lost Cole Calhoun. They've lost, uh, was it Starling? No, Cattell Marte, he was down, but I think he's back. But uh, there's been a lot, a lot of injuries. I wasn't expecting too much from the Diamondbacks, but I mean, I kind of thought the Rockies would be kind of where the Diamondbacks are, and then maybe the D-backs would be like maybe 10 games out. But with how the other division, you know, the other three people in the division, they're doing so well, and they're kind of beating up on these two teams, so that kind of just makes it worse than it actually is. But yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I didn't think the Diamondbacks would be this bad, but but they are then over to the East. The Mets are kind of firmly established atop the division 32 and 24, four games up on the Phillies. Then the Braves six back Marlins seven back and the nationals eight back. So I'm trying to like do the math in my head. They still got some COVID games to make up. So that can always, you know, put a little hamper on it. But I mean, right now the Mets are, they're not just a game up, like one game, they're up by four games. So even if you take the COVID games into, into consideration, they're a better team right now. I mean, they're clearly over 500 when everyone else is at or below. I mean, 
I, I'm not really going to say the Mets are that good just because even if so, even if they lose those four COVID games, that puts them at 32 and 28. I'm not saying that. I mean, it's above 500, but I'm not saying it's a, you know, a great, great record, you know. But they're still playing good. Jacob DeGrom, beast. Uh, Jacob DeGrom did just get pulled from his last star with some elbow issues. They say it's not a big deal, but he just returned from an oblique type injury. So not the exact same thing, but Jacob DeGrom is just absolutely killing it right now. And it would be a shame if something happens to him. I just got to ask the question because I know I've done it before. Not not like in playing a legitimate sport, but like whenever I've you know, pay up, play used well, used to play pickup game. I don't play pickup anymore, but used to play pickup games and stuff like that. Whenever I would like really start sucking, missing every shot, you know, whatever, I'd be like, oh yeah, you know, my my hamstring hurts. You know, for like like fake an injury. Do you think these players ever just fake it? You know, just so they don't get called out for being shit. Well, as soon as you said it, I was trying to look up his stat line because I'm, I'm pretty sure when he got pulled, he was like six innings two hits no runs or two runs something hits so he wasn't like he was doing terrible but bryce harper did get yanked and he put on he was put on the il and he was on like a a really bad slide not saying it, it might you know you might say someone's hurt or i mean they're all dealing something so you can always say that they have like you know a barking ankle you put them on the bench for a couple days or something like that so it's a long day. I know people make fun of baseball and say it's not a real sport, but these guys, they beat up their bodies, you know, 162. It takes a toll on you. Yeah. Okay. Damn, Dominic, you just burying baseball players? I'm too busy looking at a photo of Paige on Instagram. She's looking fine as fuck. Yes, as you can tell by that statement. Studio audience, nowhere to be seen because Dominic is locked away in his brother's room. In the NL Central, the Brewers are at top 10 games over 500 at 37-27, holding a half-game lead over the Cubbies. The Cardinals, don't know what the hell happened to them because I'm not exactly paying attention to the Central, to be honest, but uh, they are four and a half games back, just a game up. I mean, I feel like it was like two weeks ago and we were like, oh, the Cardinals are just going to run away with it, and then the Cubs, they... You know, they get hot. They take over the division, and then now Yelly's back. Yelly not exactly, you know, doing the best, but the starting pitching has been phenomenal, and the hitting is just doing just enough. I mean, the Brewers are 8-2 and two in their last, while the Cardinals are 2-8 and eight in their last 10, so that would make sense why they are kind of flipped in the division right now. Hate to see it. I really was going to start putting money down on St. Louis to really – be a favorite to win at all but you know not saying Yelich really gives Brewers the edge but I mean it's somebody that you can you know rely on in a sticky situation so kudos to them then uh, Mr. X's Reds actually not playing too shabby seven and three in their last 10 they are exactly at 500 only a game behind the Cardinals so don't look now we could be here next week and the Reds could be over the the Cardinals and there would be in fourth place so and then Mr. X gets his hopes up, and then next thing you know, they're eliminated, and then he's going to start crying, and then we have to console him and, you know, be there for him like a good friend. The, don't put that in the universe, Dominic. But Mr. X no, but crazy. I'm putting it out there, so that means it's not going to happen, and they're going to fucking whip ass. Yeah. And the Pirates, uh, they're there. Fuck the Pirates. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you just saying that because that's Dallas Braden's favorite National League team? Yes. 
Okay, so I just want to make sure. Uh, then finally, with the sports, we got the NBA playoffs. We're here in the conference semifinals. Uh, right now, we got the Utah Jazz taking on the Clippers. Uh, right now, as we speak, uh, don't have a score on that, but the uh, Jazz are up two games to none. Dominic, your thoughts on that while I try to get a – all right, I think the game starts at 6, so I don't think it has actually started yet. So uh, that would make – oh, no, they just started. Utah's up by two. So they're going to win. You right? need me to talk for 20 minutes for you looking up something or something like that. Well, that, I mean, I actually just talked the entire time. Yeah, I that. know. So, Dominic, what do you think about the Utah Jazz beating up on the Clippers? Two games, though. My Utah Jazz. They're not yours. They're Utah's. Even, even though they're taking on my LA Clippers because I just pick them to win every year and they never do. So, wait, so who are you rooting for? I don't know. Now, now I'm curious. Dwayne Wade looked like he was having so much fun courtside jumping up and down with him and Gabby. I mean, I think I got to go with the Jazz, right? Got to goals. Uh huh. When are you going to find your Gabrielle Union? I mean, I said once I get a, a real job, then I was going to go on those stupid apps that never work. And then, uh, you know, now that I have a job, I'm too busy to go on the stupid apps that never work. I'll sign you up. I mean, I'm already signed up, but what app? What app you on? I'm on all the apps. So, ladies, if you want to hit up Brandon, look for him on Bumble, Tinder, Grinder, Black People Meet, Farmers Only, all them, <laughs> eHarmony, local milfs in your area. Hey, there we go. Um, no, I'm surprised the Jazz. I take that back. I'm surprised. First of all, first of all, we never talked about how we put the the cart before the horse and the Mavs lost. Yeah, they uh, they did lose. Yoke Don Yoke Luca. I'm just making all the fucking European names into one. Uh, yep. Luke Luca was was really good the first half, not so great in the second half, and Kawhi kind of turned it on. That was enough, Dominic. I guess since you brought it up, your thoughts on the uh, on Dallas losing or uh, the Clippers winning? I'm gonna put it more on the Clippers winning, like you said. Luca was there first half, and then those aliens from Space Jam took his powers because what the fuck happened? Um, you know, one well, thing well, because the uh, the Lakers lost, he they saw that LeBron's done, and so he has to, he's turning his attention to the goon squad or the whatever tune squad, whatever the fuck their stupid new name is. So they got scared, and so they saw this Luca kid, and they're like, damn, that guy's good, we got to take his powers, exactly. But, um, but no, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to, to the Clippers because that's what happens with Kawhi when you count him out, usually he kind of starts to, you know make you believe again but that being said they're going against a very very well put together utah jazz team so um i'll be surprised if the clippers come out on top of the series i mean the clippers should be a lot better than what they actually are if they play their best ball they are the most dangerous team i think in the west now over on the east the brooklyn nets are pretty good if they play their best ball but it, it just doesn't happen as much as it probably should. Utah sound Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, hopefully Mitchell kind of rolled his ankle a little bit. I don't think that's going to be too big of an issue, but uh, I'm going to go with the jazz to continue. Not saying it's going to be a sweep. I'm going to go six. I think this game, the Clippers will find a way to get it done. Maybe then Utah steals one and staples, you know, fight them off and then win game six. Go in Cinco. 
Okay, a little gentleman's sweep action. Something that could be a gentleman's sweep or a full-on sweep is the Phoenix Suns and the Denver Nuggets. The Nuggets are down 0-3. They lost the third game, first game at home. Dominic, your thoughts on the uh, the Suns just absolutely turning it on. Devin Booker, Chris Paul. I'm not going to say they're good. I'm just going to say that they're fucking dangerous. You never know when these guys will show up, and they've been showing up this whole playoffs. So look out to see the Suns going to the finals. I mean, the way they're playing right now, and if they kind of you know beat the Nuggets, just kind of wait in the wings, I definitely could see them make it to the finals. Dominic, I know you've been busy today. You had some things to do. Have you seen the video of the Suns fan just beating the fuck out of the Nuggets fan and then just yelling Suns in four? Yes, I did. And I will say, I've never been in a real fight. I mean, in a legitimate real fight. What are you talking about? You're a a wrestler. I'm a wrestler. That's not fighting. That's wrestling. That's good old gentleman sport. But I will say, that fan, he he took, I mean, he took some blows. I felt like there's a little, little, little much. I mean, I think he hit him like 10 times and then he stopped and yelled something and then hit him a couple more times. Like, like you got to know when, when, when is enough is enough. Come on, come on. Hit him a couple times. He was already kind of doing like the give me up, head down, arms out, like I'm sorry kind of thing. And then like, his boys on. didn't even like come to help him. They just let him get his fucking ass beat. I mean, I, it so, depends I mean, if, you, the if you get your ass beat at the Coliseum, I'm at least, you know, kind of jumping in and, you know, trying to pull you away. Okay, but let me ask. It has to be within reason, right? If... If some guy's like, oh, boo A's, I'm like, oh, boo you. And he goes, fuck you. And then we get into it. Yeah, I can see you jump. I would I would expect you to either A, jump in or two. I mean, we apart. all know what I'm going to do. I'm going to break out my fucking Jack Daniels fire bottle opener. I'm going to stab a motherfucker because that's a goddamn weapon. <laughs> exactly. But if I'm over here just being belligerent and an asshole, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're the type of guy that'd be like, hey, you made your bed. You got to go lay in it. So if, if I'm if I'm. You know. So what you're telling me is we need to run a social experiment and get you shit-faced and get into a fight. Well, I am going to be getting drunk tonight, so maybe maybe, maybe I'll just go on the the curveball, the trap trap door to curveball, whatever it's fucking called, chat, and just, you know, start spouting off some shit. All right, maybe, you know, get on the smoker, put some brisket, and just, you know... Whip I it. am actually smoking brisket tomorrow, everybody, 10 hours. Okay, 10, 10 hours. hours. So if Travis has listened to this by then, expect a, a meat pick. We need a meat pick, Dominic. I mean, so I've been marinating it for, for a couple of days now. Gonna smoke it 200, 10 hours. It's gonna be fucking delicious. Over onto the east, the Brooklyn Nets are up two games to one. They won the first two. Milwaukee able to retain home court, not, not retain home court, but you know, win on their home court. So uh, Milwaukee didn't look too great in Brooklyn, but they uh, were able to get the win. So get a little bit of momentum back. But do you think the Nets are just a you know, train rolling downhill? I just want to say, I never again am playing DraftKings because Kevin Durant, Kyrie, all these people that I picked yesterday, every game has been fucking killing it. Monster numbers. Yesterday, nobody fucking showed up and I lost my money and I'm pissed off. So fuck the Nets, fuck Katie, fuck Harden, fuck Irving, fuck Griffin, fuck DeAndre Jordan, fuck whoever else is on the Nets. Steve that Nash. I, Steve Nash. Y'all motherfuckers cost me. And fuck Giannis because he was a beast yesterday. 
you know, I'm not trying to get into your financial situation, but I thought you were just playing DraftKings for free. And, you know, this was like two weeks ago. So, yeah, that, uh, well, I put my uh, outdoor supply money into it. And so you're telling me that uh, both of us have a crippling gambling addiction. Yes. We are terrible at gambling. So we always yes. lose. Okay. Yes. Actually, well, when it comes actually, to the slots, I'm not that bad. Actually, no, it's funny, though. The free pools, I do pretty good on the free pools. I get like six out of eight, seven out of eight, you know, when like a buck here, buck there. But, you know, never the, you know, the the max or max prize, whatever it is. You just got to, you know, go in those big ones where it's like a $10 entry, $20 entry with like 100 people. So you have like a better odds at winning. Or just do like head-to-head ones. With and I've actually done that. I've done to it was like four people. It was like a two dollar buy-in, or really, I was like a ten dollar buy-in for like a hundred bucks or whatever. It was like four or five people, and I came in dead last. And kids, that is why you do not gamble. Moving yes. on into the other, the uh, the last series to talk about the Philadelphia 76ers. They are up two games to one over the Atlanta Hawks. The Hawks took Game One. They shot the lights out. Most threes, I believe, in playoff history for them. So, uh, I mean, if they play their absolute best and the Sixers not exactly are up to snuff, then they are have an opportunity here. But, you know, Phillies, not well, Philly, not the Phillies, because that's a completely different team, you fucking idiot, because we're talking about basketball here. Uh, Dominic, do you think that the uh, the Falcons, the Bears, whatever team this is, the, the Hawks, the Lions and Bears? Oh, my. Oh, we're talking about the Hawks. Okay. Could the Hawks. Could the Cox. Wait a minute. Could the Hawks come back and have a chance of winning? No. Because I feel Philly is a lot better than the Hawks. And because the Hawks didn't have Triple H breaking it down. But then when Triple H was breaking it down, they lost. Break it down. I went to do the gimmick that I like on purposely said the wrong name and then I like just couldn't get the hawks out of my mouth after I said it on purpose. Couldn't get the cocks out of your mouth. Yeah, couldn't get the cocks in my mouth. But uh, that is it for the sports. We will move on into the fan mail segment, otherwise known as it's a weekend edition of Mr. Hex's and friends. questions of the week week. I got an EDM remix. I think Hell yeah. Original every every time it's original, just for Mr. X. Break it down. He's he's an original artist. He he respects the art and copyright and not whatever AEW Instagram bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so but the and friends is a wrestling free. is a wrestling question. So uh get on with Mr. X's sports questions. Well, he says hello everyone. I I, I imagine that's what he sounds like is hello everyone. I'm a gentleman. But yes, hello Mr. X. So the question first, first one of a long, a long winded email says, now that the MLB all-star voting is upon us, I was thinking that I will still enjoy the home run derby every year. What is it about the long ball that still captivates us all? All Well, hang on. I messed up. Captivates us after all this time. Because chicks dig the long ball. Fucking piss missiles, baby. Yeah. And fucking ding dongs and. Vladdy Jr.'s ass just shaking in the box, just fucking hitting tanks. Shout out, Vladdy. First uh, player to 20 home runs. Amazing. Is that is that really a thing is hitting tanks now? I mean, it's been a thing. Oh. Do I see the teacher like every single baseball vernacular that like I've come Piss across? Piss missile, dropping dick, 
dangers, apparently tanks. I mean, hitting a tank one that one's pretty, pretty old. Really? I mean, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I don't know when I started Is it saying hitting it. a tank or hitting the tank, hitting a tank, hitting a tank. Okay. Let's see. Any other baseball vernacular or home run vernacular I can think of? A grand salami? No, Dominic. We're not in the 1940s. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, no, you're good. I mean, probably when you say something, then I'll, you know, I'll cut you off and yell something. So, uh, gotcha, gotcha, your thoughts gotcha. on, on the home runs, on the ding dongs, on the dick slaps, on the dick slaps. Um, I, I mean, moonshots. <laughs> I, I still, I still appreciate a good home run. Um, what I tend to really like now more the defensive, defensive plays. I like a good, you know, diving catch. I like a good double play, uh, you know, uh, a good, you know, you know, missile from out from right field to home plate, getting the, the runner out of home. You know, I like that. I'd say a laser. I forgot about laser shit, but yeah, I like more defense, defensive plays. I'm I'm a defensive guy. I was never really good on offense of anything of any sport I played. I was never good on offense. Always great on defense. So you're telling me, Dominic, that when we play this two-on-two summer basketball event, yes, the trap door to hell, I have to carry the offense. No, I'll be dunking on them bitches. Okay. And I mean dunking, I mean dunking my nuts in their mouths. Yeah. Anyways. Will we see more of these so-called exhibition boxing matches after what we saw this past weekend with Logan Paul and Mayweather? And while it does not get more eyes on boxing, how bad are these money grab events actually hurting the sport? Well, sorry, Mr. X for interrupting you. Uh, Well, I did not buy it, so I cannot exactly comment on it because I know this is a shit show and a money grab and I'm not giving them any money. So I will admit the last Paul boxing thing against Ben Askren, I did a you know, maybe watched it on a on a website on my computer somewhere or another, but I never actually bought it via pay per view. So I don't know who would have done that. But uh, Dominic, your thoughts? Well, uh, I didn't buy it, but the studio audience did. And honest, honestly, the Ocho Cinco fight was worth was i'm not gonna say good it, it was an exhibition so it was two knockdowns it's over and it was only like two rounds it was like three rounds at a minute or something like that so it wasn't real like i wish it went a little longer but um it, it, it was fun to see ocho Cinco kind of do that kind of stuff um the other fights the were okay um when it came down to logan paul and mayweather just like everyone else i was expecting mayweather just to fucking obliterate him and when it didn't happen, I was very disappointed. When Mayweather did knock him and he caught him, I was pissed because it's like, I want him to hit the fucking mat. Why are you holding him up? Because I'm sure they got a payday, a bigger payday if they both went, went the round. So um, if this, I, I will never, I like I said, I didn't buy it. Studio Arts paid for it, but I would never waste my money on something like this ever again, unless it's somebody I'm di- like dying to see. But I would never, unless Mayweather is boxing Pacquiao or, you know, some other fucking real boxer, I will never do this again. Yeah, I mean, this is kind of exactly what I thought was going to happen to where, I mean, I didn't see the fight. I saw maybe a little bit of highlights, but I can't speak on everything. But like Floyd, you know, plays patty cake with him. 
you know, definitely clearly wins. So he doesn't take anything from him, like in terms of in the ring, he's past his prime. So you can always use that excuse, but you know, Paul gets the credibility of lasting what eight rounds with, with one of the greatest boxers of all time. And so maybe as like a wrestling person, I'm always a lot more skeptical when it comes to like, you know, it being a work. I'm not saying it was a work. I'm also not saying it's not a work. You know what I'm saying? But they didn't, you know, have a little handshake agreement when they signed the contract of how the thing's going to play out. I'm I'm sure they did. So like I said, never wasted my money on it. I will say, though, I have, uh, I know I'm the barstool guy. I know Dominic kind of, you know, pays attention a little bit, but uh, they yeah. do rough and rowdies like 20 bucks. I think 20 bucks. They're, I mean, you know, they're not exactly like the best boxing in the world. It's like, but couple, it's real. Like, it's like these three guys minutes. don't know how to box and they just fucking throw haymakers and it's fun. Yeah, and then, you know, you got like Portnoy and Big Cat out there just shitting all over everything. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's kind of it's stupid as well, but it's cheaper and I find more entertaining value out of it. I'll look into it, maybe. All right. On to oh God, I think I, I got roped into the uh, the Jose Canseco fight. That's the only one I bought. And then, of course, he just shows up. I think he had like a torn labrum or something in his shoulder. So as soon as he just get touched, he like goes down. It's like, oh, my God, my shoulder. And I kind of was a little mad at that, to be honest. Okay. Now. Anyways, next question. It's a UFC question. Yay. Fuck. Israel Adesanya. Will Adesanya continue his dominance at UFC 263 tonight, Brandon? So, Adesanya, and does, it doesn't say the other guy's name, right? No, it's just that. Damn it. Uh, but Adesanya, the other dude, I can't exactly remember what his name is. But if I just go on the ESPN app, it would be plastered everywhere. Khabib Namegamedov. No, uh, Vittori. So him and Victoria fought before. It went to a split decision. Victoria? Yes, Victoria. Uh, they went to a split decision and, you know, Adesanya won. But, you know, maybe from the the last fight, maybe the, the whatever you call it, the, uh, the report card, the scouting report is out that you really want to try to take him down because I think Jan, that was his name, was able to do it. Didn't win, but... Uh, that might be the way to go. And also Izzy doesn't exactly have like the most motivation in the world. Cause he's kind of just kind of been there, done that with anything. And so this guy is trying to come up and he's trying to get revenge for the last fight and he's trying to get the world title. So I would not be shocked if there is an upset here. Now, since you're talking to somebody who barely watches UFC, is there any disadvantage? Was it, what, what, what was the name? Toria? Vitor, Vitoria. Vitoria. Is there any disadvantages he has? Is he shorter, fatter, older, younger? Any disadvantages we need to look for? Well, uh, let's see. Let's just click on it. Let's go to tail of the tape. He is a little shorter. He's six foot to Izzy's. Uh, well, no, he's six foot to Izzy's six four. He's got the six inch reach deficit. So he's definitely a smaller guy. Uh, they both came in at weight. So, uh, I mean, as I said, he's going to want to get it to the ground, ground and pound submission type things. And if Izzy keeps it up, and he catches him, then it's over. So that's really just what you're looking for is to see if he can get him down. Okay, well, that is it for the sports. Do you want to go on to his sports questions or do you want to do the other ones first? Uh, we only have one question and it is a wrestling question. And I was kind of going to ask like multiple questions with it so we can do Mr. X's first. Okay, sure. This is uh, an AEW question. So right up your alley. Now that Serena Deeb is without a title, how soon can we see her start chasing after the AEW women's title? It is a possibility. 
Uh, We'll talk about Britt Baker and what exactly she's doing, but I mean, Serena Deeb has done fantastic work. I mean, the match she had with Riho, the Red Velvet match, and from what I've heard with uh, her NWA match with Camille was also really good. So I've definitely come around on Serena Deeb and if she wants to be, if they're going to keep Britt Baker a heel for now, which pairing her with Nyla Rose doesn't make too much sense at the moment if you're trying to keep her heel, but I think if you get her in the ring with Serena Deeb, that could be really good and a fun dynamic and a really good match as well. So maybe, you know, bring her in and maybe build her up a little bit to get her to face Baker. But uh, I'm all for it. If Deeb is, I don't even know what her contract is. If it was more mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, cause she's the NWA champion or another, but uh, I'd like it. I like it. Okay. Okay. If the rumor of the AOP not retiring is true, what would be the best place for them to take their talents to? The best place. I mean, I was thinking New Japan, but they already have like the Gorillas of Destiny over there. So kind of like a, a bigger tag team. But I mean, if they want, I don't exactly know, you know what they're capable of. I mean, they had really good matches, but they're also with like really small guys and really some of the best wrestlers in the world. So if you go to like a, you know, I mean, Impact, they're fine. Ring of Honor, they're good. So I, I think as long as like they just land at some like decent sized promotion, I think they could succeed. But I know they got some injuries, and that's why they've been kind of off the shelf. So and they're definitely not going to AW. So we're not going to see them there. After this fatal five way at Takeover in your house this Sunday, could we see any of the competitors in the match be called up to the main roster after the draft? I mean, obviously, there's always a thought that someone can get called up. I'm wondering what's going on with Finn Balor. He hasn't been seen since. I thought what happened with EO, but we saw her on the show. So, I mean, if we're going to pick anyone out of the five, I mean, honestly, like Adam, Adam Cole should already be on the main roster and be one of their top people, but that's hasn't happened and might not ever happen, to be honest, but Johnny, Gar- I mean, it's like every one of them is like so small compared to Karen Cross. So it's like if you just tell me to pick one, I think I just honestly go with Karen Cross. Pick three: Johnny Gargano, Pete Dunn, and Karen Cross. I pick three. Doesn't mean I believe okay. that. Okay, gotcha. Last but not least, thoughts about the Impact title being defended at Daly's Place this Saturday instead of Impact Studios in. Nashville. Well, the impact isn't, they're not doing anything in front of fans. I don't know if it's actually being taped on Friday or if it's being taped on Saturday, but I mean, logistically, like, yeah, maybe it kind of looks bad on impacts part because they're just kind of letting AEW do what they do. And they are like, Oh, you know, and you guys have fans while well, we don't and everything like that. But I mean, I don't have like a too big of an issue. Cause on like, honestly, I don't watch impact, but I did hear that they're, you know, having the match on an in an AEW ring. So, I mean, for the, for the atmosphere, it's a lot better in AEW because there's actually people there. So, that's why I I don't know. I I I much rather had had them defended in Impact, unless it, you know, maybe you could have done like a champion's discretion. I don't know, but I I think it's fucking stupid. So, oh, what is all my phone telling me? Oh, there's a new rival. For the fanatic, John Carlos Stan was not amused as the Philly fanatic danced around and caused the Yankees' helmet 
Oh my gosh. The just terribleness of the fanatic. But uh, let's go over to the and friends portion of the fan mail. This one comes from a uh, heel Antoine Dominic. I don't know if you, uh, you are familiar with him, but uh, he asked thoughts on triple H's comments that WWE has the best women's wrestlers. Ooh, that is a, a good question. Mr. Mr. Uh, pod father. Ooh, I went there. Um, no, I, I'm going to say I wholeheartedly agree with it. Now, do I think that there's female wrestlers out on other promotions that are phenomenal? Yes. But they're spread out over the over the globe. I think if you look at a single promotion, WWE has the best. And you can't, I mean, Sasha Banks, Bailey, Becky, Charlotte, um, Candice, Shotzi, Ember, Dakota, Tegan. Um, I'm probably missing. Not even talking about NXT UK. And you have yes, and you have Kylie, uh, Kylie Ray. Um, I, I know that they had to just, she just actually just lost her title, and I can't remember the, the other chick's name, but um, Miko Satamora. Yes, thank yes. you. <laughs> <laughs> and but so yes, I do agree with that statement. But like I said, there's definitely every every promotion has talented women. There are some that have more than others, but I think WWE has the most. I always say that NXT has the best wrestling, best women's roster in North America, because I always want to give the caveat about Japan, because I do not watch Japanese women's wrestling at all. So I can't exactly speak to it. But I mean, if you just take like collectively WWE, I mean, I would I would say yes. AEW does not have the ro- the women's roster to compete with WWE, even to NXT. And so if you add, you know, the main roster and the developmental roster, I mean, hell, they have Frankie Monet, you know, Taya Valkyrie. She hasn't really done anything. So that's just another talent that has that WWE has that hasn't even really done anything with the company. And they also have uh, Sarah Del Rey. I mean, she's the producer. She's not a wrestler at the moment, but she's honestly one of the best women's wrestler ever. And you know, she's teaching all these women, so that also just helps the developmental portion of it. Uh, so sticking with the Triple H conference call, he always does, you know, these things for the takeovers. He also uh, talked about WWE fans, or I guess wrestling fans in general, because people are kind of shitting all over the WWE product. And he kind of said the uh, the age-old thing that we've heard a bunch of times, and Dominic might have said this, that if you don't like it, then why are you complaining? Don't watch it. If you are watching something, just, you know, shut up and take your medicine, basically. Mm-hmm. But when I think of it, I kind of think it of like a, a sports fan. Like, I know it's hard. Like, when a team is losing, you still watch it. When your team is losing, sometimes you don't watch it because you hate it so much, but you still eventually come back. You have your criticisms. Doesn't mean you know everything about baseball. and You should be the general manager of the team. But as someone who's watching the product, you want to see your team get better. Not saying I'm, you know, a part of the WWE Colts or anything, but I watch it. I see it. it sucks. To be honest, I didn't do the bullet cast mainly because we don't talk about WWE on this because there's a reason for it. WWE has been trash and I don't want to talk about a trash product and NXT has gotten a little bit better, but there's a reason why we don't talk about Raw and SmackDown anymore except for the pay-per-views. Breaking question from, because I just checked the Twitter. I didn't, I just shut my phone off. Oops, sorry. Uh, question from 
who the fuck are you? From Michael, I, I'm, I'm gonna mess up this name. Michael, J, 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 I'm just gonna say J. It's like Joao. Joao. It's like it's not Johnson, but it's something close to it. Is it a bot? Probably. It I says, "Hey, Brandon, I heard you're on Bumble, and I want to fuck." No, I'm joking. No, it's a real question. It says, <laughs> "I got excited for a second. No, no, no. Damn. <laughs> it says, "God, I keep locking my phone because I keep totally forgetting that's right there." Shit. Is this a DM? Because there's no risk. You know, follow us on Curveballs and Chair Shots, Curveballs and CS on both Twitter and the Instagram. We need some more, uh, need some more followers and some more interactions. Watch the uh, fire video Dominic I made in July. 2019. So almost two years since we made that fire video in Dominic's backyard. 118 views. The question is this, Brandon. Are you ready? Which podcast is better? Trapdoor to Hell, Curveballs and Chair Shots. Is this a legitimate question, Dominic? It's a legitimate question. Someone slid to the DMs? Yes. And could you uh, say the name again? It's Michael J. I can't say the last name. It's like J. Well, you know, I enjoy Trapped to Hell. You know, they they talk about the sports. They talk about the movie news. Even I'm not really like a movie guy. You know, I, you know, I watch some things, but you know, I'm not as in depth as they are. Just like how, you know, we're the wrestling guys, and they're not really in depth to it. Even though I always tell Tyler, like, oh, Tyler, you should really check this out. It's really good stuff. You should watch it. But then he says, oh yeah, I'll watch it. Then he just never gets around to it. And so, uh, but. If you're gonna ask curveballs and chair shots, which is the better podcast? Trapped and I'm hell. lying because trapped door to hell is trash. Or curveballs and chair shots. You know, I gotta ride or die. We got like a, a whole fucking 2020 Olympic setup going on for summertime. So you know, it's all loving games and shit. But we're the we're better. We are better. We get we got better sound quality. We got better content. We have. Much better dynamic. I mean, I mean, so funny, and we just love each other so we much. We have thirty-four followers. Can you believe that? I mean, are we just gonna do the uh, the check right now? Are we just gonna just you know see how many followers they have because they're you know they're just so popular, right? They have twelve. So come Ooh. on, we have to be doing a lot better than them. Damn. I mean, and it's also like just us. I mean, you know, we follow them. I follow them. You follow them. So I mean, how many like actual people who are like not connected to the podcast actually follows them? See, uh, shout out to NorCal Notters, HD dot life in the click, Cindy G. Uh, some person I'm not going to say the last name because I can't say it and I don't want to offend them if they're listening. So shout out to you, Blake Lovell. Uh, some other person. Oh, we have Vince Russo apparently. That's news to me. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Remember, you told me to stop sucking his dick. Yeah. Because I was like liking everything he was saying. Anyways, and we got uh, Colton Colton Lopes, homie, G Dog. Uh, Shout out to Nadia Sapphire. Shout out. Oh, she's a wrestler. I'll be honest. I thought she was a uh, something else. Oh, no, she is. Sorry, I don't follow Nadia Sapphire. Uh, really, actually, Mr. X follows her too. So uh, shout out to uh, Nadia Sapphire. She's oh, I must have professional deleted. wrestler. She she actually DM'd she DM'd us a long time ago when when I when uh, she first followed us she DM'd us about um what was it about wasn't she trying to sell something because then she tell me about it and I was like oh you know I mean I'll check I'll look into it but then you're going oh she was just trying to sell something 
Do I have like a deleted file? Shit. I guess I guess I can't. I if I remember correctly, I think it was something like um sign up to something um blah 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 and at, and at the moment i didn't know she i knew she was a wrestler so i read the bio i was like oh a wrestler whatever but i didn't know she was like also doing like only fans and stuff like that so i was kind of like oh maybe she's an upcoming wrestler we should try to get her on the podcast and then like when i read that oh she does all that i'm like yeah, i don't think brandon wants to interview or have someone on the podcast that does that yeah definitely not me and not uh, someone associated with this podcast i mean fucking hit her up don't be a pussy then I mean, she she slid into your DMs, not my DMs. She slid into our curveballs and chair shots, but I mean, I don't got the I don't got the password. I mean, I'll give you the password. It's can't fine. can't leak it on the podcast. You know, we have so many listeners, thousands and thousands of people. The password is password all caps. Yes. Anyways, that does it for sports and wrestling. Maybe Nadia. So then that means we're that. So that means we're the end of the podcast, right? Maybe, maybe Nadia listens and maybe she wants to, you know, slide in the DMs and, you know, and, uh, you know, say, you know, say hi. I don't know. Maybe she's on Bumble. <laughs> All right. Let's move into the wrestling portion. We got some uh, news. We talked a little bit about a speculation and it is official. Vegas is coming or SummerSlam is coming to uh, Vegas is going to be at the Raiders Stadium big big time apparently this is they're trying to make this like the wrestlemania of the year maybe a rumor speculation is cena and roman dominic uh you know cena apparently has a uh, summer schedule i mean he doesn't really have a summer schedule so it could happen i know we talked about it in the dms a little bit but uh your thoughts on SummerSlam actually coming to vegas now well i hate to blow your bubble but we will not be going I have work. I'm on probation. I cannot. I am pro- on probation Damn, until on May. Probation? You gonna get fired on your day off? First. Damn. May of 2022 is when I am off probation, and your boy can take vacations, blow his money that he's gonna be saving all year long, baby. Right, Brandon? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if I ever actually get an official paycheck from Digital Down Under, whatever the fuck they're called. You know, Brandon, yeah. AT&T is still hiring, you know, 30 bucks an hour, you know, work Hayward, Castro Valley, San Lorenzo, San Leandro, Oakland, you know, union pension plan, 401k, you know, like it's worth it. Or I can just make like below minimum wage and just sit in my room for like 10 hours of the day and just write the same articles every night. So. Yeah, but, you know, you're not really being productive and have a you know mental breakdown. Because I'm just so burnt out and tired. So much fun. God, you're such an underachiever. I know. Even though I produce more than everyone else on the team. And when I mean team, I mean one other person. Anyways. I mean, it wasn't just about you know us going to Vegas. But I mean, we could go to Vegas. I mean, it's on a Saturday. I mean, why can't... If you're off on Saturdays, why can't... I'm we actually not off on Saturdays. Damn, you got to work seven days a week. You're a hardworking man. I'm probably going to end up working. Uh, my days off will probably be like Tuesday, Wednesday. Oh. Word on the street but, is uh, some Ty Gundy 27 might have some Tuesdays off. So maybe one of these days we can actually like, you know, play. You know, I did tell games. Ty Gundy 27 about AT&T. He said he was going to look into it. But since he's never got back to me, I take it. He said, nah, fuck that shit. So Damn. thanks for the heads up, bud. 
Uh, thoughts on them trying to make this like a big ass show? Do you think we get Cena and Roman? Because if they're trying probably to probably because they're WrestleMania was good and all, but it wasn't big because John Cena wasn't there, but he was probably there because you can't see him half the time. But um, no, yeah, we'll All probably honestly get we'll probably get Cena and Roman and, you know, be this big spectacle and Roman will go over on Cena again and fucking just, you know, it's not going to it's not it's not going to be all that fun. So. Talking about one of the big fours, we got uh, Brooklyn apparently might get Survivor Series in November and apparently they want to get the rock involved some way. So if uh, you get the rocket survivor series, is that step one of getting the rocket WrestleMania? Yes. And if you get the rocket WrestleMania, then and Dominic's off probation and Dominic wouldn't be off probation at that point. Damn. It would be a month shy. That's okay. Double or nothing. 2022. Definitely. We out here. But no, yeah, if you get The Rock, cool. If you get him at some uh, WrestleMania, cool. I mean, all I want is when WrestleMania goes either to Vegas or L.A., I want, you know, I want some legends there. Stone Cold, Rock, you know. Yeah. People. Yeah. Uh, Then we got Samoa Joe. Apparently he was backstage at uh, NXT, and possibly we could see a return to Samoa Joe to NXT. Dominic, your thoughts on that? You know, it's funny you bring that up because I saw that too, but I also heard, I mean, I'll get into that first, you know, um, love to have him back in NXT, especially just NXT. WWE main roster wasn't really doing much for him, even though he was killing on a commentary, but um, I would love for him to be back in NXT. Uh, I think he can have some great matches with Cross and even with Gargano and Cole and O'Reilly and Fish and, you know, whoever bronson reed for all i know fuck but um the other thing i did hear is that they also are interested in bringing alistair black aka tommy ends back so do you think after releasing these people they're going uh fuck we made a big mistake or do you think it's them going like hey you know i i think you need to come back and like you know kick some ass well i don't exactly know what the dynamic of literal nxt to wwe is like i know it's triple h and vince kind of but it's like if triple h like knew about these cuts coming could does he have the power or kind of the say so to be like look vince if you don't want them like i can do something with them and we can have them on nxt i know like financially uh, you know we're trying to save money and there's yada 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 but uh like, yeah, it'd be cool to see them in NXT, but it's also like, I really want to see what these guys can do outside of WWE. And even NXT is fine. Like NXT, I think needs an influx of talent and they're not seeing it because of AEW. And, but then I want to see, not saying I want to see them in AEW specifically, but I want to see them if healthy, especially Samoa Joe, I, I would honestly rather see them outside of WWE at this point. I mean, that's kind of almost the case for everyone, unless there's like a major shift in the creative. Well, you, you, you brought up, you know, could triple H just go, Hey Vince, bring him to NXT. But if I remember correctly, that's what triple H did to the good brothers, Carl and Luke Gallows. It was, you know, Hey, you know, let's, let's bring you guys to NXT. And they're like, yeah, no, we're, if we're not on the main roster, we're, we're, we're done. So I think there could always be that thing too, is, you know, Hey, go to NXT for a little bit. And the, you know, someone like a Smojo or Alistair Blackware, they're on the roster. People know their names. They're known worldwide. 
and they want to go back. Basically, it's demotion. Do you really want to go back? No. It's like, if you're not going to use me on the main roster, fuck you. So. So, yeah. Uh, Then finally in the news, we got Leo Rush. He announced his retirement. He hurt his shoulder at the Casino Battle Royale at Double or Nothing. And uh, I mean, he was doing some really good work over at GCW and New Japan Strong. He will continue his obligations for New Japan. But uh, once he is done with that, he is hanging them up. Only, I believe, 26 years old. So same age as us and uh, walking away. You know, uh, I, I think I was shitting on him last week after uh, we saw him in the Battle Royal. And I, I, I'll honestly say that was just me being an asshole. I do like Leo Rush. I think he's phenomenally talented. Um, you know, it, it's always a shame when you have to see somebody retire basically due to injury. So, you know, but, you know, mad respect for him. You know, I definitely know what birth date you have, but just for the listeners... Would you like to tell everyone when your birthday is? Because I think Leah Russ might, uh, you know, just wanted just wanted to know. Just asking. Well, what's his? I mean, his would be November eleventh. So, what do you think mine is? Hey Siri, when's Dominic Helpson's birthday? You need to unlock your iPhone first. Come on, Siri, give me the answers. It's on the nineteenth of November, oh? twenty twenty-one. So it's uh eight days away, right, Dominic? Yes. Okay. Thank you, sir. Because I definitely did not get yelled at from someone associated with the podcast. And now I have to put everyone's birth dates down in my phone because I can't forget birth dates, even though I tell everyone I forget birth dates. I just don't. I want to make it clear it was not me who yelled at him. I said associated. There's a we have a lot of associates. True. Oreo was not happy that <laughs> I forgot his birthday. Oh, yes. But Leo, good luck. Hopefully you get you land on your feet somewhere. Yeah, and I mean, I think when he got released from WWE, he kind of hinted at or almost outright said like he's done with wrestling. So it's not a, it didn't come as a surprise really to me, but uh, he got back into it and he was doing some really good work. So it does kind of suck to see. Now, last time we saw Leo was in AEW. Let's get into the AEW recap. We're not going to go, you know, bar for bar the last two weeks. We're just going to kind of combine like all the different big things that happened. Mo- mainly just talk about, you know, yesterday's AEW and kind of mend it with the week before so christian starts off beats up uh beats and helico hits him with the kill switch uh so we got some sort of dynamic between matt hardy and christian and also jungle boy is coming to the aid of christian maybe we see a turn right now but as of you know where we stand we get christian and uh jungle boy taking on matt hardy and private party or someone of that ilk should they be doing chris uh Christian Cage and Matt Hardy, Dominic. Oh, part of me wants to say yes, but part of me wants to say no. Is we've seen Matt Hardy and Christian fucking since before we were born. Well, no, I guess they wrestled in the late '90s. So we've been seeing these guys wrestle since we were born. So do we really need to see them fight in another promotion? Not really. I much rather have them go against younger talents and really, you know, promote the younger guys. Yeah, I mean, I. I can't. I mean, I don't. I don't think the story, like the actual, like real story, is going to be between Matt Hardy and Christian. Like, yeah, it's like a part of the story, but the main overarching thing I think we're going to see is Jungle Boy and Christian. Uh, Jungle Boy has a thing with Kenny. He's not going to win. It's not going to be like a six month feud, and it's going to be you know they're going to tour and sell out everything from here to Poughkeepsie. But uh, I think that's really what we're focused is going to be what the focus is going to be on. But if it's just like a one off and they just kind of like get out of the way. 
then I'm fine with it. But I, I really don't want to see Christian and Matt Hardy wrestling, you know, a week, every single week on AEW or every other week on AEW. Moving on. We get uh, Cody take uh, cutting a promo with uh, Tony Schiavone and the Andersons. Yes, there's uh, two Andersons, Arn Anderson and Brock Anderson. He's going to be making his debut with Cody next week. Uh, and then QT also, he interrupts, and he's going to challenge Cody to a strap match in July. So uh, or it's in June. I think it's in July. I don't know. But we're going to get a strap match between QT and Cody. Just fucking fantastic. And we're going to see an Anderson. Didn't we just see a strap match not too long ago or something like that? Uh, we might just... the, the, the bull rope match. We saw the bull rope match last week with uh, Camarado and Dustin. Uh, a strap match. I mean, we got the dog collar match with Cody and Brody last year. I'm trying to think. I feel like we have seen a strap match, and I think it was probably uh, Dustin because Dustin's always in those things. Probably. He likes being spanked, smacked, whipped. Okay. We don't kink shame on this podcast, Dominic. Sorry. But that being said, um, I'm kind of over QT Marshall. I, I'm over this whole nightmare family thing that's going on. So I want the shit to end. I want Cody to start getting back on the title picture. QT just needs to retire. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of QT either, but you know, if he wants to just collect his paycheck and, you know, Teach the kids how to wrestle, then that's that's his prerogative. But uh, uh, then we get Pack Penta and Eddie Kingston taking on the Young Bucks and Brandon Cutler. Of course, Brandon Cutler takes a fall, and the baby faces win here. I, I like the story, like the dynamic of Kingston trying to win back uh, Triangulo de la Muerte after he kind of broke them up. So, I mean, I like that as kind of the continuing arc of Kingston trying to better himself. I know Dominic's not the biggest Eddie Kingston fan in the world, but I quite enjoyed it. I can always commend somebody for writing their wrongs. Okay. I'm not that big of an asshole, but that being said, it is Eddie Kingston, not my favorite, but I like the match and everything that happened after was even better. Yeah. Yeah. What happened after that, Dominic? The good brothers beat that ass dog. Yes, they did. They did beat that ass dog. Uh, so, week last week, the inner circle came out and cut a celebratory promo. Every single person, like, kind of cut a promo on the the equal of the pinnacle. And so then this week, the pinnacle respond. So pretty much the exact same thing on both weeks, just different factions. And then the inner circle would destroy the pinnacles limo because they showed the limo at the beginning of the show. So of course they torch it at the end. So uh, Dominic, your thoughts, and they are continuing the IC pinnacle dynamic. I said it before. Say it again. I don't want to see this much longer. I understand you're you're sucking every penny out of it, which is fine. But Chris Jericho needs to be back in the main event. MJF is a main event caliber wrestler. FTR needs to be tag team champions. Santana Ortiz need to be contending for the tag team championships. So they need to start spreading the love and stop going after each other. And I'm on the opposite, and I still think there's some things to do. I will say they're doing the... MMA fight between Wardlow and Hager. And my assumption is it's going to be a work, but I mean, we've seen work shoot fights before. I mean, we, we, I, I really enjoy blood sport. I don't see this being as good as blood sport. So I'm a little weary about that aspect of it. What do you think? I mean, I expect Hager to win, but with that being said, I got a feeling there's going to be some stupid shenanigans and 
Warlow's going to win. It's just going to, it's going to taint the whole thing. I like Bloodsport because it's different and it's like kind of a mix, a mix of wrestling and MMA. But when you just advertise it straight up as MMA and then you're going to work it, I it just doesn't, you know, if you're kind of trying to play it off as a shoot when it's clearly not, I don't think that's going to work out all that well. But kind of the biggest news in the past two weeks was Andrade El Idolo. He has officially made his debut on AEW Dynamite. Not on this week's show, but he was on last week's as he gets introduced by Vicky Guerrero. She screeches. She's doing her shtick. Everyone's saying that they couldn't understand what she's saying. I mean, I understood it, but I also knew that this was coming because I watched it after the fact. But your thoughts on Andrade with AEW now? Well-deserving superstar. Acknowledge him, not Roman. He is going to be a mega star in that promotion. All the phenomenal matches he can have. I think it was a great pickup by AEW. I think it's a great pickup, but I thought the debut itself just was not very good. Why are you putting him with Vicky? I know his, I mean, he cut a decent enough English promo. I understand you might want to put someone, you know, you want to try to do the Zelina Vega dynamic again, but I just think pairing him with Vicky Guerrero is not the move. I mean, you could, you can always try to say that it was, uh, you know, it's the relationship. It will, it's the Guerrero connection, Vicky and, had Eddie and you know you can maybe do something like that all Mexicans know everyone in the in the business I'm not, I'm not motherfucker she was married to Eddie Guerrero okay so she should have some knowledge about the business she was in WWE for a long time so she you know I'm not saying all Mexicans know each other. I don't know where you got that that from but okay but I thought you were going with like oh you know she's with the Guerreros and I don't know well, you, you in I'm game. trying to say is you have a l- legacy of a name with this Guerrero. Throw hands. What? This is when me and you throw hands. Maybe. I race but bait you and then you get angry. The legacy behind the Guerrero name paired with the ultra talented mega superstar of Andrade. It, it, it goes hand in hand. Yeah, I mean, I understand like the story and the reasoning behind it but I just don't know if Vicky doing her excuse me shtick is going to be the best for Andrade. No, it's, it's almost similar to Miro when Miro came in with Kip and Penelope and he was you know, playing video games and doing all that stuff. I mean, at the end of the day, Miro was fine, but it was kind of like a trek to get there. I can almost see the same thing with Andrade. Like they ran a video package, kind of hyping him up. They didn't show him, but he was like in a suit and, you know, they, you know, plastered his name on the, on the screen. I thought that was you know really well done. I think you could have done it like similarly, like not say that he's coming and, you know, say his name, but, you know, have someone in a suit and you just see like the suit itself and say someone's coming and then you speculate or something or another like that. And he can, I feel like he's good enough just on his own. I don't think he needs anybody. I'm sure down the road, he'll break away. Don't worry. Okay. Uh, then we get Sting and Darby. Uh, Sky and Page told Darby to uh, find another tag team partner, but Darby doesn't want to do that. So he's going to face them two on one. Uh, Sting and Darby was in their little their bat cave, I guess. And uh, they actually like talk like real humans. It's kind of the first time we've really seen that between these two. So that was kind of a fun little dynamic there. And then Sky and Page, I thought they cut a, a good promo as well. They're, they're good on the mic and, you know, in ring wise, they're perfectly fine. But Darby kind of being the stupid, brave baby face and he's going to face these guys two on one. 
I'm so down for this, dude. I'm so happy. I'm so juiced. Something like this is what energizes me, what makes me excited to be a fan. Okay? I can't wait. Can't wait. Uh, Miro defeats Evil Uno, retains the TNT title. I mean, good solid match. I think people can always forget how good Evil Uno actually is. They bring out bring out everyone from the Dark Order, so again, some sympathy there, but uh, overall it was fine. Right, Dominic? Good heel yes, work from Miro. Very, very fine, very fine. Uh, something that was... Uh, I guess it was fine. Kenny Omega and Don Callis, they uh, had a promo middle of the ring with Tony Schiavone. Jungle Boy interacts with him a little bit, says that Kenny talks too much. I actually like kind of thought Kenny was doing pretty good mic work, and then I, it kind of fell apart a little bit for me at the end. I thought he got a little too animated, a little too Kenny kookiness, but I would say one of the better Kenny promos. That might not be saying that much. Are you? No, okay, since you're the resident New Japan guy, are you? Would you say Mike Wise, AW Kenny, better or worse than New Japan Kenny? I would say he's worse. Worse. Okay. Kenny. Kenny has. Kenny, like obviously, he's not the best talk in the world. But if you just keep him serious on the straight and narrow, he can deliver a good promo. It's just when he puts like the Kennyness, the DDT Kenny, in there, that's when he starts to lose me. That's kind of the main issue with Kenny. And me. The, like the, when, the trying to be funny, trying to be animated, you know, is what you he, he's like. trying to be too Bailey, too Seth Rollinsy. And Bailey's good in her own right, but she's not a main of she's not the main event of the show. Gotcha. Gotcha. When you're in the main event, you're the guy. You need to be fucking stone cold serious, not fucking, you know, doink the clown. Don't be a cornball. Uh, somebody's not a cornball is Lance Archer. He just came and just fucked someone up in like 30 seconds and left. It was pretty cool. Not yep, lie. saw that. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yep. Pretty cool. Uh, pretty cool. Uh, Britt Baker, she tried to one-up the inner circle last week, tried to give everyone Big Mac coupons or something or another, and then Nyla Rose just smacks the burgers out of her hand, and then she gets another promo in some stairs this week. I thought, you know, I like the stairs promo a lot better than – whatever the fuck happened last week. And uh, Rose has a match. She wins. So it seems like we're on a collision course between those two women. Dominic, your thoughts, uh, as I kind of talked about earlier, like Baker, I think is eventually a face, but I, they're trying to keep her a heel. But then you put her up against Nyla Rose, who I think she's a heel at the moment, but I don't really see what the, uh, I have going no here. idea what they're doing. Nyla Rose is a heel. Most likely will always be a heel. Brett Baker now has the ability to be both. She is a heel right now. She beat your baby face to win the AW World Women's Championship, World Championship Championship. So, two heels, okay. Uh, unless they plan on turning her face real quick, which is possible in the wrestling business, you can turn a face in a heartbeat. Um, I, I see this being a Britt Baker getting a dookie. Do, do, dookie? DQ. Who's going to dookie? <laughs> I can see her getting a DQ. And retaining the championship. Okay. I mean, I think Baker is going to hold the title for a, a long time. Maybe not as long as Sheeta did because of the pandemic. There's reasons for that, but I'm going to go. Uh, Baker, obviously, I think is going to get the win eventually. Uh, then in the main event, uh, Hangman Page and 10 defeat Hobbs and Cage, continuing the storyline with Cage, kind of, you know, not getting along with Ricky Starks. Still with Team Taz. So I don't, I mean, I would assume Cage will turn babyface sooner rather than later. And I really want Hobbs to turn cage, so I'm going to go with Hobbs. 
Okay. Okay. Uh, that's it for AW. We're not going to go over NXT the entire show. We're going to get right into the NXT takeover. because That's pretty much what the show was about. But we got to talk about the thing everyone needs to know Dominic's opinion on, especially after last week's episode where we talked about Poppy and Beyonce and, you know, we gassed her up so much. I enjoy Poppy's music. Dominic enjoys Poppy, Poppy's music as well. And uh, she, she was on the show and she was kind of all over the place. And she dropped her album. It was her and Triple H and William Regal. And it was like the worst of Triple H. And Poppy and Dexter Loomis hug for like 15 seconds and didn't move a muscle. It's one of the most awkward things I've ever seen in the world. And then Indy gets very mad. So the continuing love dynamic between Index is a no more right now. It's all about Pop Dex. Tell me your thoughts on Pop Dex. Wouldn't it be Decky? Well, it's it's index, so the woman comes first. So wouldn't it be pop decks? I kind of like decky better, but I guess that's sexist because you know putting Dex-ty? the man over the woman. Dexty, Dexapoppy, Dexapi, Dexapi, Dex Dexapi. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, what what was the question? How do I feel about this relationship? I'm ter- I hate it. Poppy's mine. <laughs> Seriously, what was the question again? I don't remember. I mean, just your reaction to the segment. Have oh. you listened? Have you listened to the new EP that Poppy dropped on NXT? I did not. I haven't had time to really sit back. I've been in a classroom for the past five days, so I haven't. Really You're still had time in a classroom. Look. I thought you just. Wa- I thought you just. You know, sit in a truck and someone just you know tells you how to gig the system. No, that that that's next week. Okay. Anyways, I mean. I like Poppy. I like your music. You know, I listened to the EP. It's not that bad. I mean, it's, it's pretty straightforward. Poppy, you know, very heavy, very not going to shock you. The segment itself was atrocious. I saw like, the segment. The trip I, that was like the worst of Triple H DX, you know, middle aged dad era. Like, what is he doing? Like, I understand he's trying to have some fun, but it's like, come on, just dial it down a little bit. But it's Triple H, man. He's the COO. You can't tell him what to do. All I can tell you is Dexter I will say Loomis. he looked a billion times cooler ringing the bell in Philly than he did talking to Poppy about dropping an album. You know what? I'm, I'm not going to comment on the situation anymore. I feel a little a little offended here, so I'm just going to mute myself. Why, why are you offended, Dominic? Do the fifth. Okay, let's get into the... and Well, I guess, uh, I guess we can't talk about the Poppy situation because now Io Shirai is back. That's not really part of TakeOver. Are you happy that EO yeah, is back? Yeah, EO. In? I love EO. She's so cool. And her uh, best friend Poppy was there as well. So, uh, yeah. uh, Random thought. Thoughts on Doc Hendricks making a random appearance on NXT to uh, give the Slam Jam recap or whatever they call it. Uh, uh, kind of eh. I got a kick out of it. Shout out Doc Hendricks. I mean, he looks, he looks pretty damn good. I, I mean, I don't understand why they're trying to milk mid-90s nostalgia. I don't really think there's a big market for that. But uh, I mean, anything to bring back the fans, I guess. Now let's get into the NXT in your house. We get uh, Mercedes Martinez taking on Zia Lee. We haven't seen Zia Lee really at all for the past month and a half to two months. She calls out Mercedes. It's going to be a big test, I think, for Zia Lee to see exactly what she can do. But I'm going to go with Lee unless they've just completely just lost interest in her. And then I would say Martinez, but I'm going to go with Lee officially. I'm going to go with Lee as well. I feel like. She well is she face or baby or heel, Lee. Lee's a heel. I would assume so. So it's heel heel. 
Hey, Mercedes kind of turned herself a little bit since Raquel. So. Hmm, I don't know. Yeah, I'll go with that. I'll go with Zaya. Then we get the million dollar championship ladder match. We got a uh, Camograms and L.A. Knight. Uh, I really did like the little vignettes they they posted on NXT last week. You know, the actual segment with Ted DiBiase. I mean, it was OK. Don't know why ladders just falling from the sky. But uh, I think this is Cameron Grimes. He should win. This is probably, I mean, honestly, the best built match because a lot of these matches kind of thrown together. But uh, they actually, this one actually has a story behind it. And if the million dollar championship was like if they did the Cameron Grimes shtick with in mind, the million dollar title, just give it to him. I don't know what you can do with it, but fuck it. Just give it to camera grams. This is meant for him. I really hope he wins it. Now, if he holds it for two days and loses it, that's fine. I want him to hold this belt before he, before this belt disappears. It's meant for camera grams. I mean, this is an, ex- I mean, I would, maybe they defend it, but I would just say this is more of like a, a little award. Like, like the world's like greatest Royal rumble title belt that Braun Strowman still technically has. Yes, and they don't acknowledge that he didn't like break the record for most eliminations or something. I, I don't know. Uh, we get a six-man tag between MSK and Bronzeri taking on Legado del Fantasma. Winner take all. Kind of a shitty way to lose your titles if that actually is the case, but uh, could be the way to protect Bronson Reed. But Reed exactly hasn't done anything since winning the title, so I do not think this would be the greatest time to just take it off him right now. I mean, you can, but I wouldn't be shocked if he retains so i'm not i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna stick with bronson i'm gonna go with msk and bronson reed as well should be i mean a really fun match i don't i see this kind of maybe getting lost in the shuffle but that should be a good match then we get raquel gonzalez taking on ember moon why because they beat up shotzi and shotzi's hurt and that's kind of it so as i said not exactly the most well-built matches on the card but they should all be pretty good uh we both expect raquel to retain here i assume I would have, yeah, I'm, I'm, as much as I want Ember to win, I'm going to go with Raquel. Did you see on, on the Twitter machine that they had a press conference or something? Raquel Gonzalez was like, oh, I was, you know, I'm so honored to be mentioned with the greats like Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio. And she said something, or I don't know if she said it or if WWE said it, that she's like the first Latin American woman to win a title. What? Exactly. Are they fucking stupid? Exactly, because, you know, Melina, the Bella Twins, and AJ, and however many other people, you know, those were never a thing. Eve Torres. Eve, yeah, Eve Torres won the, won the title. Yeah, she won she wants, she wants the, the, the Divas. Um, yeah, I mean, they're fucking stupid, so. God, I swear. I, I'm, 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 I'm done. I'm fucking done. Then in the main event, we get the, the five-way, because they don't really have – any real challengers, just put everybody together. Karen Cross, Kyler Riley, Pete Dunn, Johnny Gargetto, and Adam Cole, baby, for the NXT championship. Do you see them taking the title off Cross? And if so, who? Do I see them taking the title off Cross and who? Let's see. Because, I mean, it's a shitty way to lose it. Like, five, like, it's one thing if it's a triple threat, but when it's like, obviously, just throwing yeah. everyone together, and then he loses it. It's like the worst. I want to say like Adam Cole's gonna gonna just focus on O'Reilly, and then Finn and Pete are gonna kind of like go crazy at each other. So that kind of leaves Karen just doing whatever he wants. So I, I got a feeling at one point Karen Cross is just gonna fucking run over everyone. So I'm gonna go with Karen Cross retaining, 
and just obliterating everyone. I don't know if he's going to just run through everyone, but I will say Cross gets the win. Almost kind of the obvious pick, but I'm going to go with him beating Gargano. Was not a fan of Cross calling Gargano a mark. Not because I'm triggered or anything, but just because I don't think you should use that type of vernacular on a on a wrestling television show. It's like, you know, trying to be, it's almost like Triple H, DX Triple H, where he's trying to be too cool and too cool for school when he just looks like a cornball. He looks like a mark. But uh, if I have to pick one person to actually win it, I would say Adam Cole, just because he like is the biggest star. He means the most. He's supposed to be a heel, but he's like really like top baby face in the in the company. And the only reason I see Cross actually losing is unless Vince like just noticed who Karen Cross was and like, oh, that guy's big and cool. And Scarlet's hot. Let's bring him up. And make him face Bobby Lashley and beat him. Yeah, I mean, probably. I mean, you know, it's gonna they're gonna hang it hanging for the rafters at Allegiant Stadium. Yep. Exactly. All right, that is it for the curveballs and the chair shots. Thank you all very much for tuning in. If you want to be a part of the show, make sure to follow us on all the social medias, Curveballs and CS on both Twitter and the Instagram. If you want to send in an email, it is curveballandcs at gmo.com. So link tree in the description or also on Facebook and YouTube and uh, the TikTok and all those other different things. So thank you all very much. Had to nail the outro and the social medias because trapped over hell, Travis had some technical difficulties on the podcast so you know guys show on that's why we're that's also the reason why we're better because we can plug the socials better Dominic, you plug the socials say though both of us can do it uh, okay everybody follow us on 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 twitter at curveballs and cs follow us on facebook curveballs and chair shots email us at curveball and cs at gmail.com and follow us on um instagram at curveballs and cs and um uh, follow us follow us on on youtube at, at curveballs and chair shots um and follow brandon on bumble tinder grinder um uh uh farmers only local uh, milfs in your area local milfs uh he's gonna be opening an only fans pretty soon nothing but dick pics it's gonna be great we're talking about nothing but feet pics i got great feet you have great dick too i mean bye good night okay good night and goodbye uh bye bye